hearing some of the sounds from the oldest and largest worker parade in the country, and it takes place right in New York City. I'm Darcy Wells, and this is Union Strong. The New York City Labor Day Parade is an empowering event that attracts thousands of union members and their families from all sectors of the labor movement. The New York City Central Labor Council oversees and coordinates the parade. And the president of the New York City CLC is Vincent Alvarez, who joins me on the phone from New York City. Vinny, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Doris. It's great to be here. So before we talk about the parade itself, its origins, and what it takes to pull something like this together, an event of this size, can you tell our listeners just about the New York City CLC and who it is that you represent? Sure. The New York City Central Labor Council is a, an affiliate of the AFL-CIO. We, uh, we represent uh, about 300 unions here in the city. Collectively, that is about 1.3 million workers from the public sector unions, the private sector unions, and the construction trade unions. So we're part of a the broader uh, umbrella of, of excuse me of organizations and like state AFL CAOs, central labor councils, and area labor federations that are doing our work uh, at the state and local level in communities throughout the country. And so one of your responsibilities as president of the CLC is to oversee the Labor Day Parade. Can you tell us about this year's theme and what we can expect? Sure. And I've been part of this parade now for, for 30 years, and this year's theme is, is uh, building worker power together. But overall, the theme is, is, is one of solidarity, is one of unity, is one of workers coming together um, and making sure that we are out there certainly uh, one day a year on, on, on the Labor Day holiday or around the Labor Day holiday. We can talk about that. But where we come together, all of us, as a, as a labor movement, as the largest municipal labor federation in the country and stand together in unity and in solidarity and making sure that we're doing everything that we can to uh, build power for working people in this city. And in, we just saw there was a Gallup poll out. It's actually out as we're recording this uh, podcast that's showing that now 64% of Americans approve of, of labor unions, and it's really been creeping up there. It's been going up. Every, every year we, we, we see the number go up because we see that the working, uh, working men and women, not only of this city and of the state, but certainly throughout the country, are under increasing um, or dealing with increasing pressures in the workplace. And they basically want to have some level of of uh, protections in the workplace, a voice in the workplace, and leverage in the workplace. And they know that the best way to have that is through a union. And this parade is a part of celebrating that. Sure. Well, there's a long history to this parade. It's the oldest parade uh, in the country. It started back in 1882. Um, at that time, uh, through a group called the Central Labor Union, where you had the, the Knights of Labor and, and, and the Taylors Union had come together at that time. And under the banner of the Central Labor Union, they had the first parade. It marched from uh, City Hall up to Union Square, and it was a march for basic um, protections for workers of that day that they were fighting for. Uh, wages, hours, time off, things like that. Mm -hmm. It was a much, much different environment. It was the Industrial Revolution. We didn't have workers were working six days a week in very unsafe work conditions, um, very long days that they were putting in, 10, 12-hour days. So it was, it was a deliberate march. Back in the day, over 130 years ago, around 130 years ago, uh, to march for workers' rights or bring workers from different sectors and different interests together 
to uh, to push back against employers and to see if they could uh, if they, if they can somehow do better for working people throughout the city. Roughly 10 years after that, it became the law of the land mm -hmm. uh, back in 1894. And then since then, we've had parades throughout this country honoring working men and women and celebrating the contributions that they've made um, throughout the country. So it's not on Labor Day weekend. It's the weekend after. And is that deliberate? Like, why? why is that? So we did it for many years on Labor Day. Then they did it then there was an evolution to it, and, and they, they started to do it the Saturday after the parade. And, and, and why did they do it the Saturday after the parade? Well, there were two, two basic reasons. Is, is One, you know, unions for years fought for time off for their members. They fought for time off so that members can be with their families. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's the holiday, it's the last holiday of the summer, and we wanted to both strike a balance by giving people time to spend with their families for a benefit that we fought for at the bargaining table because we had unions mm -hmm. and also um, make sure that we still that we still did observe and uh, labor day and continue to march in unity as as a city the second reason is 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 that in the city on labor day we also have the uh, the west indian day parade in Brooklyn, which is a very, very large parade that many of our members participate in as, as unions and as, as organizations. So we wanted to be able to both celebrate the holiday weekend, but also have our Caribbean uh, uh, members that, that celebrate and from so many different unions also participate in that parade. Mm -hmm. This was uh, the sweet spot and the compromise over two decades ago that was reached. And it's, I think it served the city pretty well. And the members and our organizations are come out every year and um, to celebrate. One of the things that I noticed when I first went is it, it's really, it's about the participants. You said it, you called it several times, you referred to it as a march. So yeah. while we call it a parade, it really is, you know, a march of working people. And so I guess my question to you is why are so many unions, why is this such a must do? I mean, people, yeah. you know, they're going, they are excited about it. They want to be part of it. So talk to me about that a little bit. It's a participatory parade in that we ask anybody who is a member of the city labor movement, is related to them, you know, is a family member of them. We ask them to come and not just as a, view the parade as a spectator, like many of the other heritage parades and other parades do, but we ask them to come and march, actually, in the parade because it's a show of our solidarity, it's a show of our strength, and it's a show of our pride as, as a labor movement here in the city. And I think that a lot of, for a lot of working people and a lot of families, that this is uh, that, that they take a tremendous amount of pride of being, of, of standing up and marching with unions above and beyond even themselves. Mm -hmm. They like being being part of recognizing and and demonstrating that part of that they're part of a collective labor movement of a much broader labor movement beyond just an individual construction trade union or a municipal union or a private sector union, that they're part of this much broader movement here in the city and the fight for work is right. They get a lot out of it. You know, they, they enjoy it. They, uh, uh, they understand the importance of it and uh, the importance and the significance of the largest labor movement in the country of, of coming out uh, and one day a year and in unity showing a tremendous amount of uh, powerful working people here in the city. So I want to talk to you a little bit about what goes into planning an event of this size, because I know that's something else that struck me the first time I went. You can't really get a sense of just how huge this event is until you like when I was leaving and I'm 
walking and seeing like the different staging areas. And I was just leaving, getting to the end of the parade and walking around and and down every street, there was like these mini parties going on as people were staging, getting ready to go. I mean, just talk to me a little bit about that part of it. How many uh, unions are participating? How many streets do you have blocked off to plan this? Like what goes into this whole thing? There is a lot that goes into it. I can tell you that as a person who has a rank-and-file member of the IBW has worked as a, as, a, as a volunteer and as, a, as an organizer in this parade for, for many, many years, and now in the capacity that I'm, that I'm at, uh, of course, today. We have a staff of 11 that would, over here at Central Labor Council that works on this event in different for three to four months. We have parade coordinators from roughly 150 or or closer probably in some ways to 200 because there's a lot of unions that actually participate in the parade in the city. Uh, there are there are floats, there are parade vehicles. So we have parade coordinators from each one of those unions. They actually they, they began the planning the, this parade. The the uh, uh, process begins back in in April, where they uh, they have to work on a lot of logistics prior to the summer and then actually throughout the summer they have to continue to work on it as well. So there is there is a lot of work that goes into parade into the parade uh, for the parade coordinators from the individual unions as well as for the staff. There's monthly meetings. There's permits that need to be assigned for all the vehicles that are there. As you mentioned, Darcy, there are uh, some unions who have festivities in the assembly area uh, prior to the parade. Some unions have uh, uh, gatherings and activities after they're done. Uh, marching at the conclusion of the parade. So there's a, there is a tremendous amount of, of work, certainly, that goes into it. We, uh, we have a, 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 an annual Labor Day Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral uh, before the parade as mm-hmm. well, which, which we always have a great presence at, and we talk about the moral mention of work and, and, and protections of working for working people. Um, it's a big day and a, lot, and a lot of planning, certainly, that goes into it and a very celebratory day for a lot of families that participate as well. And to give people an idea just how big this is, so even though it steps off at 10 o'clock, you could be participating and have like a 1 o'clock start, right? Sure. The parade generally goes for like four to five hours, uh, which is a long parade. The police department always, they, they, they talk about how many uh you know, how long the parade is and how many participates the parade is. And our parade, like those numbers you talk about mm-hmm. that are growing with people who support unions, our parade has, uh, continues to grow, too, as well. And people, they come and they, they march, whether they're kicking off the parade at 10 o'clock with the leadership of the parade. And this year we have, uh, as our Grand Marshal, um, Liz Shula, uh, the Secretary Treasurer of the AFL-CIO, and Ernie Logan, who uh, is the parade chair, who is the uh, president of the American Federation of Advisors and Administrators. Uh, and a New York City product as well. He used to be the head of, of the Council of Supervisors Administrators here in the city. So they kick off the parade, and then we have all of the other contingents, the lead contingents. We have elected officials that come out to the parade as well. It's a big day for them to see all the people uh, and the working people in the city. So it's a big day, a lot of planning certainly that goes into it, and a lot of marching, which takes place for uh, for a long time. If you're talking to somebody about some of the uh, past parades, do any stand out in your mind in particular for any reason? Well, I would say there was there was one not too long ago that brought a lot of anxiety with with respect to the weather. You know, all of the parades in New York City, unless the police, unless the NYPD, who do a phenomenal job throughout the city at these parades, unless they call it, you you march. Whether it's cold, windy, mm-hmm. rainy, snowy, you march. And we had a, we we actually marched under a uh, 
Tropical Storm Watch about, I think it was about five or six, maybe seven years. No, it was longer than that because Mayor Bloomberg was, was still the mayor of the city of New York. And we had tremendous, it, it really was remarkable, which demonstrated the commitment that, that the unions have to coming out and marching because the city was under a tropical storm march and we still had four hours, four to five hours worth of marches, which showed up. <laughs> And came and, and marched uh, up Fifth Avenue, so it was terrific and and also amazing that as soon as the parade concluded, about a half hour after the parade concluded, the tropical storm, a wave of, of tropical moisture came through. So, <laughs> so you got through it okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. Well, Vinny, so the parade steps off at 10 a.m. Saturday, September seventh, uh, at 44th Street and Fifth Avenue, and then does the CLC also? Um, do you put this out there for people who can't see it? Do you do any kind of live streaming, or can they see it if they can't get there afterward? We have a uh, we have a, a video uh, of the parade, and we have highlights certainly that are that are put out there uh, from the press that come to the parade and news media that come to the parade. And there's different reporters that, mm-hmm. that show up. As we said, we, as we said, we have always have politicians that are at the parade as well. Okay, well, and it's, on social media, you'll mm-hmm. see a big. And so this is well both promoting the parade and the day of the parade, uh, too. Okay, good. We'll share that information and uh, links to your site so people can learn more information if um, they want to try to get out there. I, it's it's really a must-do. It's it's just a really great day, and, and hopefully the weather cooperates. Uh, so far, we're looking out a little bit far, but things have been looking okay, so hopefully that works out as well. So, Vinny, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for taking the time. We appreciate it, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Terrific. Thank you. our conversation with New York City CLC President Vinny Alvarez, he mentioned that the Grand Marshal of this year's parade is the Secretary Treasurer of the AFL-CIO, Liz Schuler, and we are honored to have Liz on the phone with us. Thank you, Liz, for taking a few moments to join us on the Union Strong podcast. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Darcy. It's a thrill. When you gather with other labor leaders and union members at the start of this year's parade, what will your message be to working people? Well, I am so honored to be Grand Marshal this year uh, because the New York labor movement is the strongest labor movement in this country, and all roads lead through New York. So it's a, a real honor. And I want to be there, A, to recognize the importance of the New York labor movement, but B, um, bring the message to working people all across the country who are watching the parade that workers are winning. We're, we're out in the streets, we're fighting, we're standing together, and we have community um, and momentum really building. Uh, so it's an incredible time for us to be um, bringing the labor movement to the forefront during Labor Day when people are really paying attention to working people and talk about the future and where we're going. Um, and make, making sure people know that the labor movement is fighting not just for its members, but for working people all across the country. And I know you've been talking at the national level about this uh, new Gallup poll that shows approval of unions at 64 percent, which is a nearly 50-year high. Why do you think that is? Well, we've seen the energy out there in so many places where workers have had enough. They're fed up with the corporate greed that they're seeing, um, we did a pay watch study that showed the CEOs in this country are making 267 times the average worker. 
uh, we're seeing the economy and the rules rigged against working people. And workers are fed up and they're they're taking a stand. And I think uh, it's infectious, right? People are, are watching what's happening with grocery workers in New England and teachers in West Virginia and Arizona and Marriott workers who've been standing up saying, you know, the way to fight corporate greed and balance the scales is through your union. And so I think that's what the labor movement brings and that working people are finally seeing that the labor movement, this this institution that's been around forever, um, is modern and relevant and out there fighting for everyone. And you talk a lot about the importance of bringing young people into the labor movement. And we've seen that with a wave of union victories, including in digital newsrooms, graduate faculty unions. How important is this next generation of union members? Incredibly important. It is our future. And I think people don't realize that, as you mentioned, the labor movement is modern and vibrant and actually in workplaces that you might not suspect where there are a lot of young people and young people are starting to redefine what it means to be in a union and use their activism at the bargaining table to improve wages and secure health care, but also for social justice. So I think that's what's really attractive about unions to young people is that you can use your collective leverage uh, to bargain with your employer, but also be a vibrant voice in your community and throughout the country. Well, Liz, thank you very much. We know you've got a full schedule and we appreciate you taking time to be on the podcast. And we look forward to seeing you at the parade. Thanks so much, Darcy, and happy Labor Day. Joining me now on the podcast is our digital director and the engineer of the program, Kevin Eitzman. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Darcy. Uh, so it was great to hear all that historical perspective from Vinny uh, on the parade, wasn't it? I mean, it's just... It's amazing. I mean, 30 years he said he, he's been participating yeah, almost. And yeah. I think Mario had mentioned before, too, that, that he'd been participating and his oh, yeah. dad had been mm-hmm. participating. Yeah, and, and he's going to be there, right? Yes, Mario will be there marching in the parade, as he always is. And uh, several staff members will be there as well. I know I'll be there. And uh, I'll be wearing Union Strong hat and T-shirt. And I might have a few hats to give away if you see me early. Uh, come up, say hi. We'll take a picture, get it on uh, all of our social media channels, and, and maybe I'll get you a hat if I still have some in my backpack. There and uh, uh, we're also going to be using the hashtag LDP2019 and posting all the pictures of all the great uh, parade goers. It was great to hear from uh, Liz, too. The She's going to be the Grand Marshal in the parade. And uh, we just wanted to give a little shout-out, too, th- to the national AFL-CIO. They have their own podcast, State of the Unions. Kevin and I are big fans. Uh, State of the Unions with Julie Green and Tim Schlittner. And um, we just uh, want to encourage our listeners to check out that podcast as well, State of the Unions. Yeah, you can never get enough good union content. Thanks for listening to the Union Strong podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can subscribe and give us a rating. This has been a production of the New York State AFL-CIO. Our president is Mario Salento. Our secretary treasurer is Terry Melvin. 
We're a federation of 3,000 unions representing 2.5 million union members, retirees, and their families with one goal, to raise the standard of living and quality of life of all working people. We keep New York State unions strong by fighting for better wages, better benefits, and better working conditions. For more information on the labor movement in New York, visit nysaflcio.org. Until next time, stay union and stay strong.